0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Electricpreneur Secrets. I'm your host, Clay Newmeyer, the pleasant peasant from north of the border. A <laughs> little trip on my words there. With me, as always, my esteemed co-host, Joseph, the sales bot, Lou canny Joe, how you doing today, brother?
1: It has been an amazing morning. Have you ever felt like you had the wind under your sails and you're just going, whether you're the one pushing or someone else's?
0: Every time I work with you, man, you are the wind beneath my wings. That's a
1: song, isn't it? Wow. Talk about making me feel great on this one. Thank you, Clay. I'm honored to be your partner. Truly, I am. And the fact that we can serve this mission the way we are. I wake up every single morning and I thank God that I can do this.
0: That's beautiful, man. And we're back for another day of helping electricians master your sales, simplify your pricing and deliver premium level electrical service. Today's a very special episode, not a ton of time wasted before we jump right into it. We're interviewing one of our clients who's had a pretty special journey in just four months with us, Mm -hmm. Dorian Hayes, Hayes Electrical. And Dorian's been at a rapid growth
1: pace, would you say, Joe? Oh, my rapid's an understatement. He's 30x at this point. (laughs) It's amazing. The guy is an absolute machine, and when you look at him, he's just so humble that he even puts me to shame in some capacities. Yeah,
0: man. We couldn't say enough good stuff, but we're going to cover a few huge things today and and really Dorian's top three things that he feels I've helped him excel, even though we were talking a bit before this interview, and I think it really boils down to like five things. But we're gonna try and sum that up into a top three for you guys. And then we're even gonna give it away. So we're gonna give you access to the things that help Dorian launch his business so that you can do the same. So you're not gonna want to miss that. You ready to bring this guy in? I'm ready. Bring in the heat. I, I said guy. Dorian's really like a gentleman. Dorian, what's up, my
2: brother? How you doing today? Hey guys, how's it going? Fantastic. Joe and my friend, so happy to have you with us today, brother. Absolutely, man. It's a great day to have a great day.
0: Ooh,
2: okay, you're <laughs> coming in hot with my own lines. I love it. There but you know go. what? It is a great day to have
1: a great day. And I love that you set the intention for it every single one. Absolutely. I like hearing it when other people say, uh, you're lying, Joe. It feels good. It feels good. You know, I'm glad that I've been able to inspire people to have that mindset shift as well. Totally, man.
0: Well, Dorian, we've been pumping you up a bit before we brought you on, man, but ultimately I I feel like to sum this up, we really feel you've taken some critical action steps that we kind of advise for a lot of people, but not everyone um does connect with them. Not everyone sees the same level of success that you have. So we're hoping to deep dive into some of your secrets with us, your electricpreneur secrets and what's enabled you to get to this, you know, 200 K mark in the first four months of your business and continue to have these crushing months and, and, and the pieces that you've leveraged. Before we get into all the win stuff though, I'd love to deep dive a bit into the pre the part-time Dorian, the guy who was sending us pictures of checks saying, I love your podcast. Thanks for this one, guys. Literally sending <laughs> us pictures of six and 10K checks. What was going on before? You were you were kind
2: of part-time, right? Yes. Um, so um, to kind of back up a bit, I was an industrial electrician <clears throat> out here in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, I was working um, four 10s. So Monday through Thursday, 10 hour shifts. Um, I was doing, you know, small service calls um, after work um, with Hayes Electrical, um, after work from five to seven. Um, and then on Fridays and Saturdays and sometimes Sundays, I would be doing, you know, uh, project work uh, for Hayes Electrical.
0: T- time out right there. But you've got a young family at home. Yes. So, yep. So you were having to balance the moonlight, the part time work and the family and I remember talking to you, and you're into like real estate and investing. I mean, you're a smart young man. And the, the question I had right from the get go was like, well, where does family fit in there? They didn't fit in, unfortunately.
2: Um, it, and I, I had to deal with it. This sucks. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Can I touch so, on that for a moment? Yeah, please.
1: Yeah, I wanted to say, Dorian, you know, what is it like where your priorities shifted? How did it feel knowing that you were investing in the business and you said like you were the one who had to deal with it? What did you mean by that?
2: So um, there's a topic that we often cover um, amongst ourselves is, you know, being uh, overworked and underpaid. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was exactly where I was uh, for probably two years, honestly Um, started in 2021, all the way up to 2023. And, being overworked and underpaid invest thinking that i was investing in my business and doing everything that i could for my family i really wasn't first of all i was overworked um i wasn't giving anything to my family and i was extremely extremely underpaid you know i was one of those guys that also matter of fact because most licensed electricians were charging 150 dollars an hour i was actually charging 75. Because i because I didn't consider myself like a full company, and I was like, "You know I'm just a guy doing this part time I can't charge one fifty mhm, so it's wow. like I was working for it's like we weren't getting anywhere, you know. Wow. If you're watching this
0: live in the Facebook group and you've ever felt this like overworked, underpaid, not charging enough, putting family to the side, yet you're investing time to make extra money to serve them, it feels like. If you've ever felt that, let us know. What a vulnerable moment, man. Thank you for sharing that. That That's tough. I, so many people can relate to that. Myself, I've done that too. Joe, right? At one point, yeah. you don't know what to charge. We're just out there hustling, doing what we know how to do, which is... Well, help electron flow, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I, I remember being in a situation, during where I was the same kind of same situation with you, where you're like, well, I can't charge this. I'm not a full person. I was undercharging myself because I didn't think I was a full electrician. I was like, well, a competent electrician that I would trained me, he would do it in this much time for this price. So how could I, 22 years old, do something? So I feel with you. I don't know, it hit right to the heart when you said that.
2: Yep. So like, yeah, yeah, I can relate. Really- yeah, man, it was just one of those things. Um, and honestly, um, I guess leading up to uh, meeting you guys, I wanted, you know, we everything feeling that overworked and underpaid. I was just searching for a way to get out of my my, um, my my regular job because I knew that what I had, I had something. I had a skill. I had the mindset to offer a high level of service, although I didn't know what that looked like. I was out here, you know, looking at trying to get commercial projects. Trying, I was bidding on commercial projects and saying, as soon as I get that deposit, I'm quitting. And I'm just going to hire as many people, uh, as many crews as I need. And, you know, then we'll start Hayes Electrical full time. And boy, did that change. <laughs> boy, did that change.
0: <laughs> so I, I'd have to look back at the old messages, but do you remember sort of like your first Shift that happened just from hearing us on the podcast. Yeah, so
2: I want to say um, the very first time I saw you guys was actually a, it was Joe. Joe added me. I looked through his page. I watched his story, and I remember him talking about um, you know being on the spectrum and saying you know if if you feel like you know you're that person that no one ever understood. You know, you come to the right place, you know, those things, really just Mm -hmm. being vulnerable. And I was like, wow, an electrician who's speaking my language, like the the things that I want to give, you know, to my family, to my community, you know, the things that I believe in, being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. transparent, and being genuine, I was like, dude, there's no way. I honestly thought you guys were a scam at first, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, yes! Finally! (laughs) I love it!
0: The Pleasant Peasant is a scam after all. You heard it here first, right? You caught him. (laughs) Some think, some think, right? Dorian believed it. Okay, so so what made it real for you then? Where did we go from scam to savior?
2: So I actually, you guys didn't, I reached out to Joe first, I want to say. I reached out and I said, Man, I I'm really interested in what you guys are talking about. And then you brought in Clay and said, Hey, I want to bring in some I uh, introduce you to someone. And then uh Joe was like, Hey, Clay, this is my friend Dorian. And then off, you know, that that alone made me feel like, wow, well, this guy's calling me his friend. i was kind of I was like, Oh no, I already know where we're going. They're trying to sell me something. <laughs> but I started listening to the podcast and I was just like Dude, there's no way. So I took a call with Clay, and dude, from that point forward, I mean, I remember coming into it, and Clay even told me that, hey, I don't know if we're going to be the right fit, and I asked why, and he says, because, you know, residential, we're we're teaching premium level service, and I had goals of being this big commercial electrician, and I said, wait, hold on. I don't care what I have to do. I want to be a part of this. So that means taking my mindset away from being commercial, industrial, and coming into y'all's program or whatever it is that you guys have to offer. Mm-hmm. I want it.
0: Any regrets, brother? Oh no.
2: I, honestly <laughs> I regret that I didn't do it sooner.
1: Okay. Man, we cannot, you cannot ask for better live <laughs> kind of feedback than that. Dorian, thank you, brother. Absolutely. Okay. So so first
0: month you hit the ground running and Honestly, I think it's a program record at this point, but for someone to just start their business, because it was full-time, like first full-time month, and you jumped into our silver program with us, just made the the jump. A, like, was that decision hard for you? And, and what was it that kind of helped you through that decision to decide, you know what, I got to try this?
2: So coming from 2022, where I only, like, throughout the whole year, I want to say I grossed under $40,000 working part-time for, um, his electrical.
0: Right. Um, and then 75 bucks an hour, mind
2: you, that's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yes. So, but then coming into August, um, you know, after having a few calls with you guys and deciding to make that jump, um, I was very afraid to make that decision because, um, I had never invested in myself like that before i didn't know what to expect we talked um, a lot about loss aversion theory um and i mean it proved true so coming into my first month just taking action action showing up you know we managed to gross a little under 63k um and that was just really getting our pricing right um, having that real big uh, mindset shift and introducing options. I remember when I ran options for the first time and it honestly, it blew my mind. You know?
1: I got to so ask, actually- what about it options? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you, no, brother, but I was going to say when you said options blew your mind, I'm pretty sure you spent enough sessions with me. Do you know that when I start doing this, <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. So what about options? What was it that stood out? So, <clears throat> said it blew your mind was there a specific situation where you're like you did something like what happened
2: so it was really the the idea behind options and what we're offering to our customers like giving them the complete control to choose how they invest um so going into the first call that i ever did um presenting options you know i was nervous i was like they're gonna think um doing this or being salesy or I'm trying to sell, you know, get over on them basically. And believe it or not, after the call, they were like, you know, I, I've never met, um, you know, an electrician in our area who's as professional as you and who actually gives us, you know, the ability to choose how much we pay you. And from that point forward, I was like, just, wow. All I've done is just implemented options and people are just already making the, um, like distinguishing me from everyone else in our area. So at that point forward, I mean, how was our, I was 100% bought in, like, what do I need to do? Where do I need to start? How can I just keep growing this thing?
0: During those first few experiences with options, did you feel salesy at all? Um, at
2: first, at first I did, um, until I got the feedback, which is, uh, which is part of, um. The process anyway that we have um, is getting that feedback from the customers. And after that, like I said, I really realized that we're doing this to help them.
0: Yeah. I remember you telling one story about how a couple even got emotional because you were serving at that level.
2: Yes. We sat at the kitchen table, man, and they were amazed by that. Just the small things, like just the fact that I'm here just being myself, truly here to help. I'm sitting at your kitchen table. You're asking me if I want coffee. Um, you know, we're just having a good time while I'm sitting here designing how we can help you, basically. And I'm giving you six options for you to choose because, hey, it's not up to me. It's up to you. And we're giving you the ability to do that. And the fact that I was that intentional is really what, what got them. It's like everyone we ever call to come over here is just, hey, we're just here to work here's one price. Yeah. You know, whatever we work and then we get out. We never talk to you again, but I'm over here and they're like, man, f- you made me feel like family basically. That's what they told me. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing.
0: That's perfect, man. Beautiful, beautiful story. I appreciate that. Honestly, following that, we know that people kind of rise up and then usually there's a lull after and that lull is now they've got to install everything they sold in month one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right, so fixing the first problem often in in every aspect of business usually leads to the next. Right, that's why Michael McCallowitz wrote this book called "Fix This Next" that we love so much. It's like, okay, follow uh-huh. the bouncing ball. Sales are fixed. Now we got to install all this, but something incredible happened for you there. And if I can preframe this a bit, my personal feeling is you attracted then people from your network based on how much you believed in what you were doing now. And they too saw, holy cow, this is different than anything else. And we could be a part of this new and exciting way of taking care of people at a higher level. Would you agree with that? And would you be able to elaborate a bit on, on what happened next?
2: Yes, um, 100% agree with that. Um, and I can say, um, just as a disclaimer, um, social being um, our communicating a presence for myself was not me at all i was the the guy that wanted to stay home i didn't talk to anybody i have very few friends um people know me but they don't know what i'm no one knew that i was an electrician at all right so like no
0: silver spoon or super network that you could just leverage to get quick quick wins here
2: No. no yeah Um, But that being said, um, coming into this, um, I want to say one of my biggest fears in going full time was lead generation. All right. So following that, you know, taking uh, parts of the program and like the um, uh, service leads now um, really getting on Facebook and just letting people know my why my vision what his electrical is about but aside from his electrical what i'm about who i am and what i want to do for for me for my family and for our community right and posting about that and people seeing you know you know taking pictures of you know uh, me in my uniforms and doing the work and you know getting a van and all this and that people are like wow i want to be a part of that because as most electricians in our area work in the refineries it's dangerous. The I mean, chemicals. I mean, you guys know construction, Clay yeah. coming from industrial, uh, yeah. you know, um, it, I mean, it's just one of those environments that people really want to get out of, but you know, it pays so well, but now that, you know, I'm bringing something to our community where people have the chance to get out of that and still make um, a living and probably even better living and we get to be ourselves and just help people like that's our main honestly we're late we're we have an electrical service company but truly we're just building relationships wow and that's focusing on that at. focusing on that part attracted my old boss who called me and was like hey matter of fact he actually got laid off to be honest but mm. the fact that i mean i know his network and i mean his, getting a job in our area With experiences, I mean, you could get laid off and get another job in two weeks. Yeah. But he called me. And being that this is my old boss, my old foreman, I asked him, why do you want to work for me? And most people have a hard time answering why. I do. He actually answered it just like that. He said, I I believe in what you're doing and I believe in helping and that's what I want to do. And I was actually kind of taken aback, you know, Um, but I committed to it. I said, well, if you can commit to helping, because that's what that's the vision. We just we're just here to help. That one simple phrase, we're just here to help. If you can commit to that. I said, let's go.
0: Nice, man. Nice. And so the month where we were expecting maybe an 18, 20K month, a dip after the sales to just install, 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 and fill the gaps. Uh, what was month two? It wasn't quite the same 63, but it was close.
2: Yeah, it was roughly like 48, 50-ish, I want to say, maybe. Um, Thinking thinking about it, yeah. Around 50-something, 50, yeah. 50 yeah. Gross, yeah.
0: yeah. So... I feel like we did the math on this. Ended up being like 120k in your first two months, where that yeah. dip was, it, or where we anticipated the dip didn't quite come because you then attracted the next thing that you wanted, and this can't be understated. Like I really got to pause for a second just speak mm-hmm. to this because so many people. I mean, we talked about it this week how you know we get worried when LSA and the call volume drops, and uh-huh. how that's actually doing us a service. Because it's forcing us to put ourselves out there. And if we put ourselves out there, look what happens. As Dorian mentioned, using one of the first tools we give to our clients is Service Leads Now, which, I mean, Dorian, maybe you want to explain it. But ultimately, it's a two and a half or three page document of like, no excuses, we've got work to do.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. You want me to um, kind of elaborate on my experience with it? Sure, man. Sure. Hit it. So I can say um, within the last month or so, our call volume did drop, mm-hmm. and it just so happened call volume drops when, you know, we have um, a good bit of work to support, you know, the months coming forward, but when call volume drops and I'm not keeping up with sales, I, I got worried. Keeping in mind, we just got two vans, you know, we have an office space, a shop, two um, a full install team, and my wife just quit her job to come on board. I <laughs> love the commitment, brother, by the way. Love the I'm, commitment. Yeah,
1: I love it. I'm sitting here like, you make me so inspired. <laughs> Just please continue. Dude,
2: I'm like, dude, what am I? I mean, call volume drop. Google LSA um, is one of our, I mean, you know, we get most of our call volume from Google LSA. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a few networking opportunities and referrals and things like that. But we were getting, you know, you look at how many leads we get from LSA, it's way up there. So I sat down with my wife and I said, look, here's the thing. We're good probably for the end of the year, but we have to sustain what we're doing in order to make this work. Mm -hmm. And if we're not getting leads in, we're not selling anything. We're not bringing in any income to pay the bills, to be able to offer our services. So I went straight to, uh, we took a step back, went to the roadmap." went to marketing and looked at um, service leads now, which is one is the first action item that we have in the program for marketing. I opened it and I just started at the top. My wife and I read through the complete thing. And one of the first things we started with was Facebook getting the, the complete, literally it's a step-by-step process on how to use, leverage Facebook to create a presence and to um, build that that image that attracts people too, which could eventually convert to leads. But in addition to the Facebook, everything in the service leads now is you can literally go step by step and saying if I haven't done this, then I can do this. If I haven't done this, then I can do this. Mm-hmm. And if you get all the way to the bottom and you still haven't found any work, then it's time to go to bed. Try again tomorrow, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: I love that. right? Um, I love that. It's foolproof. I mean, if if leads is something you're worried about, just take action. That's all you got. And,
0: and you've been taking action, right? So, uh, networking groups. What happened when you went to a network group? Dude,
2: uh, so honestly, in these last two weeks alone, we've probably we've been invited to four different networking groups of like small business owners in the area. Uh, we became a member of the Chamber of Commerce in our area. Um, there's something called the Southwest um, Economical Alliance for Small Businesses. Um, we, had, we established some relationships with them. And in addition to that, even though LSA has been super low, it, um, our call volume has been super low, we've managed to still hit 60K in sales this month. love it man
0: love it right on track uh something something happened at the one network meeting too which which was super interesting to see your feedback on that uh do you know the interaction i'm talking about how do i explain this the one you surprised someone in the chamber i think because you're so new and you had done so much already can you Mm -hmm. describe that
2: interaction a bit yeah so we were talking um basically i had this meeting and guy was like basically bringing me through, um, like what they have to offer. And, you know, he, he was going down the list and every time he would say something, like I kept saying, like, I don't want to cut you off. But like, I basically, we were just checking the box, like everything he was saying, we were checking the box, checking the boxes, And he was like, I mean, why are you here? Like, what do you need? He said, "I mean, honestly, I mean, you started your company like you started full time in August, and you're telling me that you already have, you've already uh, grossed 200k in uh, revenue." And I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "So it seems to me like you're you have your sales under control. So what do you need for me? If money's not, if the income isn't the issue, sales isn't, isn't the issue. So What do you need?" And I, he, I told him, "Are we end up getting to working towards?" I just need the presence. I need help with that. I need to figure out where do I go? Who do I talk to? What relationships do I need to make to really let the city of Lake Charles know that Hayes Electrical is here to help? And he introduced me to the president of the Commerce, uh, of the Chamber of Commerce. He introduced me to the president of their um, program and Everyone, basically, I had to, you know, kind of present our company to all these people and everyone was just like, wow, there's literally no one doing what you guys are doing. There's no plumbers, no HVAC, no, definitely no electricians who are doing what you guys are trying to do. You guys, three months in, I work with, we work with business owners who have three years, who's been running their business for three years. Right and who still have not had one, probably even a 200k year yet, and they have no clue about culture or talking about community presence. So it's on like everyone's taken aback and they're like, "Dude, like who are you? Where are you getting all this information from? How did <laughs> you learn?" All this? Right, and every time someone asks that, because they're like, "Dude, I know, like you didn't just come up with all this on your own." And I always have a tough time explaining it because it sounds too good to be true, to be honest.
0: (laughs) Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> oh, I could dig deeper, but I think we better we better keep moving on to these top three. You already mentioned one, the service leads. Now, w- what would you say have been the other two, like revelations you've had that have been enabling you to succeed and act as if honestly, because you've demonstrated a ton of confidence in just four mm-hmm. months. You've done a ton, brother, and we tend to see that from a few few people in our program, like like Edwin, who's shown so much faith and ended up with a few vans and stuff too over his. First year, really, a business, et cetera. What are the other couple of things that you feel have unlocked that for you and made this possible from our
2: program? Um, so, again, um, really touching on um, options and really, you know, like you said in the beginning, you know, there's really five things, but trying to kind of sum it down into one or uh, three. Um I'm always going to talk about the mindset shift, but options would be definitely be next because options was the first part of sales that I was introduced to. I never saw myself as a sales person. Um, I still don't see, consider myself a salesperson because I, I truly had that mindset shift of what sales actually is. And options introduced me to that. Um, and then just running the play, learning to just take action, just show up. Present, not per, present over perfect. Um, that was that. That would be number two. Massive man,
1: massive stuff. Can Dorian. I jump in for a second?
0: Yeah, please go ahead.
1: I just want to say something that Dorian, you you mentioned something that I don't know if everyone picked up on, but I think it's incredibly important. In that you've been in business for just a few months, you've had amazing sales success, but at no point have you identified as a salesperson. That is everything to me, right there. Because it's not that better salespeople get more sales. It's that better people attract more business. And what you've done is instead of saying, I'm going to be a better salesperson, you've rallied and everything you've mentioned is, I just want to help. I just want to help. I just want to help. We're here to help. You're a good person who's become a great person. And the great person you are deserves everything you've received. And I just want to stress how proud of you in front of everyone who's listening, that I am truly, from the bottom of my heart, so proud of the person you've become.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that, Joe. You're welcome,
1: brother.
0: There was just a couple other things that we actually have mentioned on other podcasts I wanted to tie in here just because we're here with you. Um, I wanted to congratulate you on the Running the Good Neighbor play last week. I think you had someone working on financing and you were like in the group. Yes. Chat. I remember seeing a guy's I could do the good neighbor, but I don't know if I want to. And a couple of people were like, do it, do it, do it. And I think Austin had said that or give me the address and I'll come yes. do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So let's and you talk ran about- the
0: play and came up with a couple of good leads from that, right?
2: Yes. Yes. So the thing about the good neighbor program, um, it was funny. Like you said, I was sitting there with a customer and I'm looking at the houses behind me and I've never ran the play before. I've never done it, although I know that we need to, right? Um, and I, I, like you said, I texted in the group. Austin was in there like, dude, just go do it. And I, actually, I just took action. I just showed up. I went over to the house, knocked on the door. And dude, like he came out, smiled on his face. He was like, dude, an electrician? Like, dude, we're all like, you need to go down this entire street and <laughs> knock on everyone's door because we lose power over here, like, at least six to 10 times a year. And then I, you know, I give them you know art card and everything. Cause I don't mind. You, I did all this without the door hangers, right? You don't need the door hangers to run the program. Present. Not perfect. That's it. Amen. Um, yeah. We exchange information. And then it's just funny because you know, I'm getting back in my van and then here, the na- the neighbors come back out around the corner, stopping me in the van waving. So I get back out. I actually got, um, two on the schedule from running the good neighbor program in a time when, you know, call volume dropped and I was concerned with leads, bam, running the play without door hangers, two leads, just like that.
0: Do you think that you'll continue running the good neighbor program?
2: Oh, dude, it's, I mean, it's every single time. I mean, if you're not running it, I truly believe I'm letting my team down when I don't. Right. Knowing that I could run it and I'm choosing not to, when we need the leads.
0: Mm. Well, man, I want to let you know that you are laying down an incredible foundation. So whatever um, day-to-day challenges you face, right? Because we're all experiencing this emotional roller coaster in a business. But the reality is what's happening is you're exponentially growing your future, brother. And here's what's going to happen. You ever heard this? Your net equals your net Worth. worth. And you've been building that network. And so long as you keep banging on every door around the one you're serving to, you're going to get some no's granted. But I also know that everyone fears the no. And then what you just said, I mean, I laughed out loud because it's so the opposite of what we fear. Holy shit. God has given me an electrician. He is on the doorstep (laughs) and this whole block needs an electrician. Like no Mm. one expects that, but it happened to you, man. Super proud of you. I've got one last question for you. Knowing where this is going, It's a hard question, though. What percentage of our sales process do you think you're actually doing to perfection the way we designed it?
2: To be honest, of the sales process, I truly don't even believe I'm at 50%.
0: Okay. So what is the secret then that's working for you even while you're just still working on this and building up to getting all of it, getting all of that value.
2: My secret is really, really focusing on your why, starting there. If you don't have that, this is just going to seem like when it doesn't work, you're not going to understand why. And people won't understand your why because you don't know your why. People, you won't be able to articulate any part of, our, of this program without knowing your why and what you want to do. Yes, you might get lucky. You, the, uh, cause To be honest, the offer itself, I mean, it's, it's amazing, right? People will buy that. But to, to sustain this, um, to sustain what we're doing, you have to for sure have that mindset shift and truly buy into your own why, your vision.
0: What do you think are the next and we just had a meeting yesterday, so so it's pretty fresh in your mind. But what are your next steps in the sales process that you want to nail down and really get more confident at? So next,
2: the what we're being hyper focused on is doubling our leads. We have step by step goals. So We have step by step goals that we're going to be focusing on, and we're starting with um, you know because we have um, a decent install team. Um, We have, um, you know, our sales process kind of just, you know, going. We're just focusing on, uh, in the beginning, doubling our leads. We're going to focus on increasing our efforts on on Facebook with service leads now. We're going to focus on, um, honestly, which most people might not agree with, is Angie leads. Um, And we're going to be focusing on um, running the Good Neighbor program every single time.
0: You just opened a can of worms. So w- why are we going to use Angie leads?
2: We're going to use Angie's leads because one thing that I found that I struggle with is really getting to articulate our price objections, mm-hmm. which a lot of us do struggle with because of we're premium service providers. Therefore, that comes with you know a premium investment, right? So we have to be able to guide our customers. You know, mind you, I said guide them. We're not trying to force them to go with us. We're trying to guide them and help them understand who we are and what what they're truly getting from us. And that's what we're going to be getting um, a lot of opportunity to do from Angie's leads. From you know the the typical stigma that you get from those type of leads that they're looking for the cheapest price. Go ahead. So you you and I are the exact same page on this one, Clay. So I
0: know that people are like, "What?" So you're going to head right for price objection alley. That's to improve your price objection handles.
1: Remarkable, Man, that is the reason. That is the kind of person that it takes to thrive in this program. You've recognized, hey, there's a challenge and I'm facing a lot of price objections. You know that we have an entire framework to teach price objections. But instead of going through that, you're like, I'm going to do it in the fire. I'm going to go right into it and that's when I'm going to learn it. And think about this.
2: If I can close um, those leads and articulate our value um, and get, you know, all the practice with handling um, those price objections, whenever we get these, um, you know, more qualified leads, you know, from our network, referrals, our members, I mean, how much easier or how much more genuine or inauthentic will I be able to be? Because I'm not even thinking about, like, it's on Mm -hmm. autopilot now. Price objection has just turned into me articulating our value. It's no longer really even like an objection. I'm just running the play now. It's on autopilot.
0: Love it, man. Love it. Really, really good ad. I have to ask one more question, then we have to let you go because we're literally out of time here. We could just keep going, man. I love this I'm interview. I'm loving the session.
1: It's been awesome, Dorian.
0: Okay your best friend, your brother, uh, um, a family member, they're an electrician too, hypothetically. um, They're asking you for advice on on how to do what you've done, how to get into this game, how to, you know, like what are the next steps if I want to be like Hayes Electrical? What's your best advice for them?
2: My best advice is going to be start with what? If Hazel, if someone sees Hazel Electrical from another state or another city, doesn't matter. Or they see me, and they say, "Hey, I want to do what he's doing." I'm gonna say, just forget everything you think you know. Start with why. Why do you want to do what I'm doing in the first place? Come up with your own vision and learn to climb on top of the mountain and just scream it from the top when you can get confident with that everything else is is really just a step in the process like you uh i want to say i heard this from someone that um is it good success is just good math is that what it is who said that
0: yeah i think i've said that a time or two success is just good math where we show the work
2: basically i say that to say when you know your why and you can articulate that it doesn't matter the process is there ready for you to just take action in.
0: Wow. Really powerful. Dorian, I want to thank you so much, man. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Any last words for us, brother?
2: Um, last words. I would just want to say, man, I really appreciate you guys. Um, I was actually talking to my wife and I was kind of, I did get sort of emotional because it it was one of those things where, like I said, I've always felt misunderstood. Um, even as an electrician, as a business owner, um, and coming, you know, meeting you guys and the group that we have, you know, everyone there, it's just, I just want to say thank you for what you guys are doing and what you guys have given me access to, because it truly is, um, you know, something that I'll probably value for the rest of my life.
1: Honestly, Dorian, we we couldn't have asked for higher praise. And the realest honor that we've known is getting to meet someone like yourself and having the ability of saying that we contributed somewhat to your growth. I'm truly proud of you. And I could not have asked for a better person to work with.
0: Well, Thank you. All right, Dorian. We're going to see you out, brother. We'll chat with you just after, okay? Wow. What an interview,
1: man. I know. I'm sitting here like, I, you ever you ever feel like, I feel like a balloon that someone's been pumping air into and I'm just swelling and beaming with pride. And at the same time, we're just the GPS. He's the one who took the action. So all the praise should go down to Dorian. I'm so proud of you taking that action. Yeah.
0: Well, listen, let's wrap this up with a with a single action item today. I mean, it's simple. You're getting so much from this. If you just put your hand up in the group on any of the posts that are out there telling you about Dorian's story that are offering this uh, three top SOPs that Dorian's mm-hmm. use, so you can get them. That's including service leads now. We've never given that away, Joe, mm-hmm. but it is called Electricpreneur Secrets and the irony is there are none, at least not anymore. <laughs> Here, here's the reason why to remind everyone, right? It's not the strategy that's the problem, guys. It's the action and it's the consistent action. It's why we do 75E hard. It's why we keep showing up every day is don't just listen to what we say, watch what we do. We're Mm -hmm. sitting here building a business with you. You get to be a part of that too. Joe, man, incredible pleasure again to be working with you today. And um, you know what? I'm just realizing this day, everyone's hearing this. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving.
1: Thanks, brother. I really appreciate it. And you know, one thing that I'm always grateful for is knowing I've got a partner like you because we have our why and our why is parallel. And it's a common shared vision. And I think that why, like it did for Dorian, is the reason why we'll do, do as well. Huge, man. This has been an incredible,
0: incredible episode of Electricpreneur Secrets, the electrician's podcast, where me, Joe, and even Dorian today showed up to help you guys master your sales, simplify your pricing, and deliver premium-level electrical service. I cannot wait to get some feedback on today's episode, guys. Let us know what you thought. Talk See to you me. all soon.